now it's time for the Modern Drinkers Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, we can do that. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use every Saturday right here on the Modern Drinker Show on iHeartRadio. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker in studio with us, Kat Nigro, and uh, Bryce Forrester from Craft Alley. Uh, jump to the VIP line right there, and I think we'll jump down to Tur- Durango where Joe Hull, uh, brewer for Sc- Ska Brewing Company. Uh, welcome to the Modern Drinker Show. Oh, thanks for having me. Are you hanging out in Durango right now? Yeah, actually, right now we're in the middle of a big old party at Ska. We're uh, giving away some snowboards. Uh, we do a collaboration with a local snowboard company. Venture. Uh, yeah, you heard of them, Venture Snowboards from Silverton. They, uh, they, uh, we make a beer named after a board that um, that they've produced, and then we, uh, they make a snowboard with a Ska top sheet on there. Every year it changes, and tonight we're partying. Uh, celebrating the start of the uh, ski season and giving away some boards and just, like, having a good time. Hey, Joe, it's uh, Jay Parker here. Uh, should I just text you over the address to send a couple of those boards, too, or how do you want to work? Email work Email work best for you? I got it. I'll do email. Those things. Stuff with your stamped envelope will work. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, listen, man, we had an opportunity over GABF, and we just really like the guy, Dave Thibodeau, and we've got some mutual friends, uh, myself, Greg, uh, with Jay Lum, is Jay at that party? Yeah, he is. He is. I'll tell you what, I love I love working for Thibodeau. He is the best uh, boss I've ever had in my life. He's such a passionate beer person and passionate about so many things, and uh, he's the best. I'm glad you got to meet him. He's I love love working for these guys. The Scott Boys are the best. And he's so accessible, and he's just down to earth. And he he's. Did you see the interview that uh, Dave did with myself at Rialto uh, during Great American Beer Festival Week? We just released it here. Um, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, listen, the guy was he was so open to any and all questions, and you can just tell he's one of those guys. So he's an open book, and and at this point in his life, it's surrounding himself, and he'll be the first to say it with guys like you, uh, Joe Hall, online with us from Scott Brewing Company. You're a brewer, right? Yeah, I run the Mod Brewery, uh, the Mod Project. So uh, uh, I I used to brew on the main system for uh, quite a few years. And then we have a small three-and-a-half-barrel system that we can do more exciting things and use uh, fresh ingredients or maybe do little experiments that we probably wouldn't want to do 30 barrels of at a time. So, yeah, so I'm brewing up on there, uh, just having some fun, really you're doing, doing some weird experiments. Yeah, you're doing the, some one-offs. Uh, talk about some of the ones that are close to your heart. Well, we've really been playing around with some lactobacillus lately. Uh, because your what hurts? Found that... Oh, uh, playing around with lactobacillus. <laughs> and so the lactobacillus, if we grow it in the kettle, we can really get some really nice tart flavors. Um, so compared to like a Britannomyces sour or the PDO sour, that, you know, sometimes the, the bread will have, that's aged in the barrels for a long time, will have like the more leathery, horsey, real kind of uh, thicker flavor. These tart lactobacillus beers will have uh, a really tart, nice, lighter flavor that mixes well with a lot of fruit with a lot of uh all kinds of different things that are really open up a whole new area to play around with i'm sure you, you drink a lot of that in denver uh no not too oh, much really? <laughs> yeah no 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 uh the sours is that here to stay 
Um, I think that there's a, a, a niche for it. For some reason, it's, it's like the lactose sours have been around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, like in Germany and stuff, and they kind of faded out. They almost, like Berliner Weiss, almost barely existed anymore. There was only a handful of breweries making them, and then recently they've had a resurgent. Um, I personally like to drink a couple of them a week. It's It's not like... Um, it is, it's been my go-to lately, but, um, I feel like they're going to stay, they're going to stay for a while. There's a niche, uh, that people really enjoy it. I think that it has, a, it, it is on a kind of a wave right now, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it's hot. Like, I really cl- feel like if you make it clean and nice and you don't overdo it, uh, I, I think it's here to stay. Yeah. I, I tend to agree, you know, IPA. So here it is. You, you, you you, if you were to be a betting man, you would know that most brewers are going to have an IPA, right? Uh, oh, you, yeah. you think most breweries will have a sour as well? Um, a lot of people are afraid to play with they uh, are different kinds of bugs because there is like for like we as we grow this uh, strain, it gets more and more um, aggressive, and like we could really sour something a lot quicker now if it ever got loose. In 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 a brewery that didn't have like the the checks and balances and the cleaning regiments that we have, I could see it causing a big problem for uh, brews that you don't want to have this flavor because it goes mm-hmm. great in a lot of styles, but it's definitely not for every style. Um, I see a lot of people not wanting to um, to introduce it to the brewery because of the the X factors and since it's, it's so new to to be growing in your brewery, there hasn't been a whole lot of, like, there's not a whole lot of uh, stuff that people are already experimenting with, so it could it could scare a lot of brewers. Yeah, and no secret, I always say it, or probably each and every week, Scott Brewing, my favorite, personally, my favorite brewing company, and happens to be in our backyard of Durango, Colorado, and and the beers stand on their own, but also the people and the process and and the ingredients that you use. I think bar none. But as we talk about uh, trends and and uh, staples within the brewing community, uh, I think Ska's always been on the cutting edge. What can we see on the horizon? Well, I mean, we're always trying to do local stuff and keep it keep the community. We're we're very very. Uh, concerned about our community just like this party here it's all about the locals and having uh having all of us get together like pretty much everyone i know that uh snowboards and skis at the mountain is is in our area in in the brewery right now partying and uh in the future uh we're, we're experimenting with different styles like uh some of the sour beer but uh we're probably gonna um we're probably gonna. Uh, is there something coming exactly. full circle right now? Uh, that was you know one of the like a stout or a porter, and then here we come into seasonals as well. Um, but do you, do you see a trend of of something coming full circle right now? Hmm. Well, I feel like there's always right now. There's always the um, the hoppy the hoppy uh, person that's going to want more hops. Uh, I feel like that's always going to be around. I feel like there was, um, a, uh, a lot of, uh, there was a, re- there was a lot of, uh, New Zealand hops being used lately. So I felt like just last couple of years, we've had a lot of the, um, tropical fruit style hops coming into all of our beers, but I, I kind of wanted to go back to more of a traditional, uh, solid 
uh, old school, like basic recipes again, like maybe a good Vienna lager. And instead of doing a lot of gimmicky stuff and trying to like reach out to try use every different new hop and stuff that people would make some solid beers, like maybe make a real solid Pilsner or go back to a solid uh, lager or something that is is just going to stand on its own and does. And I'm on board. Drinkable. Yes, please. Yeah, In studio with us is is uh, Bryce Forster. He wanted to ask you a question here, real quick as well. So sure. one thing that we've seen in Craft Alley, a lot of people are feeling hopped out, and a lot of people come in for pilsners, uh, just looking for a really good drinkable beer with full flavor that's not gonna like melt their taste buds away. Do you guys see that in the brewery too? Yeah, and that's what I would really love to have a resurgence of that. It is like the solid basic go back to basics i know that when with this with all these new breweries and stuff there's so many new ingredients and like like i said all these new zealand hops and all these new flavors everyone's just throwing a bunch of ingredients into beers i always say them. thank god for yeah. true blonde ale and thank god for you yeah. joel and scott brewing company we got to run man that's how time flies but uh, say hi to all the boys for us and ladies all right, thanks a lot. you got to come you. down and go to one we of will. our uh, anniversary parties. Yes. All right, we'll be back next week for The Eater and the Drinker. The Modern Drinker's Booze in the News, brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine.